God is with you. Let us pray. God, who is always beyond the boundaries, come with us where we seem uninvited, where we seem divided, where we feel isolated and afraid. Lead us to the life where we know that there is more than enough to go around. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the summer of 2005, Mary Beth, my wife, came home to Indiana after a year of teaching English in France. At the airport, her mother and her sister were waiting with a surprise, a pug puppy named Sophie. Now, I was friends with Susan at the time, and when she told me that they were going to do this, I thought it was a horrible idea. <laughs> But Susan knew her sister better, and to this day, Mary Beth says that Sophie was the best gift she's ever received. For the next 15 years, through Mary Beth's teaching career, her career as a NICU nurse, her midwifery program in Philadelphia, a frantic move to California, our marriage, the birth and infancy of our three boys, and all of life, Sophie was there. A month ago, we said goodbye to Sophie as she made her journey home. It's been an adjustment. There's no more pitter-patter of pause when we get home. No pug snores waking us in the middle of the night. No snuggles at the end of a hard day. We miss Sophie dearly. And there's one area in which Sophie's absence is most visible, the dining room. I knew that Sophie was good at cleaning up food that the boys dropped, but I didn't realize just how good she was. <laughs> Every night as I'm cleaning up the shrapnel from the day's meals, I think of Sophie, her years crouched under the high chair waiting for the blessings to rain down upon her. Yes, Lord, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Not much has changed in the last 2,000 years, and yet, and yet so much has. Let's take a look at this passage today. Jesus is tired. The disciples are tired. They've fed a crowd of 5,000 plus. They've walked on water. They've cast out demons, healed the sick, but they haven't taken a break. Remember, just a chapter ago, they find out that John the Baptist, Jesus' mentor, cousin, and compadre, was murdered. It seems to have caught up with Jesus in the gang here. They need a vacation. So they head north to the wilds of Tyre and Sidon. This is southern Lebanon. Tyre, one of the oldest continually inhabited cities in the world to this day, 
is a beautiful beachside getaway. Also in Greek mythology, it's the birthplace of Europa, consort to Zeus, for whom the continent is named. Then there's Sidon, which is kind of the working port. It's a bigger industrial sister city. But this is a foreign country. It is today and it was then. Jesus and the gang are away from the Judean paparazzi. Just as he is starting to let his hair down, a woman comes up to Jesus and his entourage and begs Jesus to help her. No one responds. I imagine Jesus has just lied down on a lounge chair with a towel down on there. He's got sunglasses on. Maybe he's put a towel over his face. He is a man in need of a break, and he totally ignores this woman. It is not Jesus' finest moment. And let's be clear. This interaction is demeaning. Jesus calls this woman a female dog. Some connotations that we would have today were with that culture. He says something like, you female dog, I am on vacation. I just got here. Please leave me alone. This is not Jesus and his finest. He voices the sexist, ethnocentric, xenophobic thoughts of his culture, time, and place. But the story doesn't end there. The woman persists. Why does she persist? Because she is the mother of a sick child. She is a good mother doing what good mothers do. Anything to heal their sick children. Jesus says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. It's not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. Rough. But the woman says, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. This mother of a sick child says, there is enough to go around. There's enough to go around. Even a crumb will be enough for me, enough for my sick daughter. Enough. Here it is again, over and over again. The gospel reminds us that with God, there's always enough. Not just enough for us, but enough to go around. We don't have to be stingy with our love, our time, our affection, with the grace of God. There is always more than enough, enough to go around. This week, Joe Biden announced his running mate, Kamala Harris. It was the first time in a while that I was shaken out of like the coronavirus blinders. I forgot that there's like this political carousel going on right now and that there's all this political division that defined public life before the pandemic is still happening. We remain a country deeply divided. And just for a second, 
Let's consider this story rewritten for our times. Let's say Jesus is a Democrat. He goes to a beach town in Florida or to Orange County or wherever for a break. A Republican woman comes up to him and needs help. Mind you, she's willing to see past their differences because she needs help. She is the willing party here. Jesus says, I'm a Democrat. I only came here for Democrats. The woman says, you can still help me. This goes beyond our differences. There is enough to go around. As Paul said, there's no East or West. As we could say, there's no Democrat or Republican. In Christ, there is no East or West. Look, we will always have differences, but there will also always be enough to go around. Our love does not have to end where our opinions clash. The grace of God will always transcend our differences. To find the crumbs on the floor and know that they are enough. Amen. The mustard seed this week is a call for help. There is a program run by UCSB Sustainability, which delivers free groceries for immunocompromised students. There's a bag of fresh produce and a bag of uh, canned goods and the like. This group gets together at noon every Saturday, gathers the groceries, sorts them out, and then delivers them. The entire process takes less than an hour. It's really simple and it's really rewarding. If you would like to be part of that, please reach out to me, gauchopriest at gmail, and I'll get you plugged in. We could really use your help. Thanks a lot. Have a great week, everyone. Comfort and heal all those who suffer in body, mind, or spirit. Give them courage and hope in their troubles, and bring them the joy of your salvation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the good earth, and for the wisdom to live into our interdependence with all of God's creation. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute. For the prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God, the people of this land and of all the nations in the ways of justice and peace, that we may honor one another and serve the common good. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. 
for deliverance from all violence, oppression, and degradation. God of love. For the good work of this community, may our roles be uplifted by one another as we do healing work in Isla Vista and beyond. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. We pray for Casey and his transition. We pray for our new garden. We pray for Katie, Diane, Roy, Stephen, Barbara, for parents and children doing remote learning for progress in this coronavirus struggle. For all of these we pray. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. God of love, hear the prayers of your people. All that we have asked faithfully, grant that we may obtain effectually to your honor and glory. Amen. And now we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us, saying, Peace to love and serve the Lord.